Hello listeners, this is Melissa Word. The audio piece you are about to hear is a fictionalized telling of a conversation with myself and my higher self and a narrating witness, all sorting through the current muck and madness of a personal recovery practice from whiteness and white supremacy. In this episode, we discuss themes of personal and collective race shame and communing with white ancestors as a matter of responsibility to humanity. This piece is certainly for anyone who is interested, but is created specifically with fellow white folks in mind as a questioning and a candid process of reconciling anti-racist values with white art making. As you listen, I invite you to settle into the environment you find yourself in. Settle into your skin, into your lived experience, as we traverse the terrains of discomfort and vulnerability to see ourselves clearly and allow ourselves to be seen in our messy, terrifying complexity. Thank you for listening. A white woman stands in her kitchen alone, summer 2020. The hour is late. She's in the middle of writing an audio piece for To Whom It May Concern. In it, she's talking to white people. It's the 11th hour and the deadline approaches. She has written and rewritten this thing so many times. She feels the urgency to get her people, to collect the minds and hearts of white folks, and huddle up on this business of interrogating embodied white supremacy. Ibram X. Kendi's latest book comes to mind. She asks herself, what is neutral white art? Considering how a white person producing anything allegedly neutral inside a white supremacist paradigm is inherently an act of racism. The kettle is on. A tea blend of mood-stabilizing herbs slumps in the bottom of a cup waiting expectantly for the water to boil. Her phone buzzes with another news update, discerning between text vibrations and news notifications as a measurement of time. She's thinking about the book clubs and accountability circles that her white friends are whipping up and the sudden proliferation of resources and curriculums to wash, rinse, repeat, delete, wash, rinse, repeat, delete, wash, rinse, repeat, delete racism right out of your hair, and now populate her Instagram feed. Click here for immunity shots. Link in bio for absolution. At the kitchen counter, steam rises. A moth beats its fragile body against the window pane. She knows this dance, a repeated pushing in the same direction, up against the same obstacles, expecting different results, expecting a way forward to reveal itself. How long has she been standing here? Her posture suggests a nervous system caught in today's iteration of scramble and collapse. She's snagged by the imperative to get it right, get this thing right, to have the right words, right analogies and metaphors, to do this project right, to get about some real justice, and to clearly and responsibly name the extent of white supremacy's harms as she knows them to be true in her own body and her own lived experience. Oh shit, finally! Hey, there you are! Hey, 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 hey! 
Come on in. Please. This is the announcing bell of our gal's higher self. A fragment of her consciousness who is something like an accountability buddy. A, like, mystical inner guide. She's really smart, ancient, esteemed even. Of a time before her people signed up to be white, and before Christianity and manifest destiny, before patrilineal flows of power. She's the real deal. Oh, my darling. Excuse the delay, I know you've been paging me. I've been out butt-sliding on rainbows in the astral plane. But I've been hearing of your business, and I've got some P's and Q's on your current state. Here's a thought. What if your writer's block is potentially symptomatic of the very thing you are interested in unpacking and interrogating? This consciousness expands and unfurls to the edges of the room as our gal settles into the couch, folding her legs into herself and covering her eyes with the palm of her hand. Okay, let's hear it. I'm, I'm here for this one. As you know, you come from a cultural heritage that has administered and reinforced in all areas of your life the doctrine of the overculture. You know what I'm talking about. That white, hetero, patriarchal, cis, capitalist overculture pumping you full of the illusion of your inherent rightness, exceptionalism, and specialness, in addition to a whole other hellacious cocktail of harms and devastatingly false narratives. One side effect here is the development of an unfortunate allergy to critique and opposition. Your nervous system has been programmed by this dominant culture to shut down when confronted with the possibility of being wrong, the possibility of being misunderstood, the possibility of not being liked. Mm. So is it possible that your dragging of the feet and creativity cock block is caused by a certain learned fear of being wrong? Of not getting it exactly right? Um, yeah. That could definitely probably be going on. Perfectionism is a symptom of white supremacy culture, baby. You feel that? Yeah, yeah. It feels like the fear of being wrong and then the corresponding procrastination to stave off being wrong is rooted in some kind of... What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? Shame. Could be. What shame do you feel regarding whiteness? Seriously? Like right now? I've got, I've got work to do. I've got to, I've got to go finish this project. I've got to go get some sleep. I've got to like, na 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 na. Let's hear it. Tell me. Don't fight it. Let's hear it. Tell me. Don't fight it. Let's hear it. 
Tell me, don't bite it, let's hear it. Tell me, don't bite it. Okay, okay, shame for days. Hot coals of white hot shame fires every day. Mmm, now we're talking. Speak to me of these fires. Well, shame fire of being wrong for one. Shame fire that I'm afraid of being wrong. Shame fire about what racist ass thing did I do today? Shame fire about what black person did I ask to do unpaid labor for me today? Shame fire of what black person did I check in on today? Shame fire of leave black people the fuck alone right now. Folks do not want to be bothered by you. Shame fire of how many ways did I appropriate black vernacular today? Black style. Shame fire of embarrassment about my kin, ancestors, my lineage. Shame fire of my descending from papa perpetrators of egregious acts of terror. Okay, pause. This is good. This is important. This is a lot. My girl, you speak the gospel of fire. Fire in the alchemical tradition is the primary element of transformation, transmutation, moving something further along in its evolutionary path with a care towards its development. It is key, but you are feeling the shame fire burn and perceive it as evidence of catastrophe. You are feeling the burn and your nervous system is telling you, danger, danger, chaos, collapse, shut down, all is lost, pivot, run, deny, quick, put out the fire, quick, more wine, more yoga, more resources. What if this is a consequence of the way your people have been domesticated to unconsciously expect their convenience and comfort to be prioritized? at all times. Your people, ooh, your people, are a soft people. The endurance, it is lacking. The resilience, questionable. But you can shift this, dear child. Fire clears and it cleanses. Embrace it, baby. It's burning that shit off. That long list of shames you named, girl. You can stand in the flames of everything that is coming up and let it set you free when you turn to really look at it. Name it for what it is and let it burn. Just like that, huh? Just like that. Your shame isn't doing anybody any good. But you also can't bypass it or sweet talk your way out of it. And burying it is no longer an option because it comes out sideways in some unfortunate ways like deflection, oh. defensiveness, oh. shutdown, oh. rage, oh. denial, etc., etc. Just a question for the record. How do you know your ancestors committed egregious acts of terror? Have you researched them? Yes, you know I have. You've seen it all. Yes, but we haven't talked about what you found. Well, they were up to no good. 
They were Confederate soldiers, deep rural Mississippi people for like six generations. They were town founders and generational wealth builders, landowners exploiting sharecroppers. They were all of the things I've been terrified to look at and associate myself with. Mmm, yes. Ignoring where you come from, or rather the choice to engage genealogy without a justice lens, is another type of deflection of responsibility for white people. It's a sort of, oh, not me, I'm not like one of those white people over there. See, look at the sign in my yard that suggests I'm a good white person, not one of those bad ones. Not like one of those white folks from way back when, so openly racist. Yeah, totally. I mean, if you're white from the South, to be sure, the shit is stinky, right? If you're white from anywhere. If your people were not directly responsible for the enslavement of stolen peoples, then they were probably on some vigilante cross-burning mob mess, or went to church with someone who was, or were a bystander in the crowd of thousands, thousands, who were out there, he motherfucking hawing, buying lemonade and boiled peanuts at public lynchings. I mean, talk about no neutral white people. Not then, not now, not ever, honey. Well, you did your digging. Good start. Now what? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I found out some shit that brought the history into sharp focus. That made these big historical concepts very tangible and very personal. So, I'm, I'm pretty heartbroken about the ancestors, to be honest. I feel totally ashamed of the people from whom I derive. Like, there's this willful distancing within me. And so my connection to whom and where I belong is, is lost, is severed, bereft of an ancestral identity that's honorable, that possesses real integrity, and that isn't defined by its subjugation of other people. Show me the songs of my people, the stories, the creation myths, the dances, the language, the real pillars of culture that aren't steeped in white supremacist values. They aren't there. At least not since my people came to these shores. I cannot connect with the ancestors without also stepping into the muck of white pride, white violence, white jockeying and murdering for perpetual power. I do not see myself there. No, you don't want to see yourself there, but they are within you. Their DNA and lived experiences are coded deeply into you. There are some habits and ideologies passed down through the kin line, which you can read a book or talk to a black person and grow out of. But there are also codes of the nervous system that imprint and impress into the genetic material of people that also gets passed down. And that, dear heart, is much trickier. It's hardwired in, so to say. And so this recovery needs many kinds of tending to. Let us start with claiming and reckoning with the totality of who you are, specifically the parts you are most afraid of, which includes your ancestors. This is a turning around of the self, 
retracing history to collect the bones of your people so that you may learn their stories and learn the lessons of their lived choices. Okay, so what are we talking about here? Like a skip on over to the graveyard seance scenario? You've learned a bit about who they were. Now you just start talking to them. Write to them. Let your living be a letter out loud to them. Let your body be the blueprint. Follow the impulses that come up when you engage with the notion of connecting with them. Why is this necessary? Because you gotta tell them what the fuck is up. This is a chance to share your anger, your frustration, and your sadness about the truth of them. With them. You're out here with all this unexpressed shame and anger about the harms wrought by your people. That's a liability. Where are you going to put that, hmm? Are you going to repress that and continue the legacy of silence and complicitness from your southern white lady kin? Speak your pain about what it means to be held accountable for things you didn't co-sign to, crimes you didn't consent to, but still very much benefit from. But hear me now, this is key. You must send this anger to its proper recipient. Take this shit up with your ancestors and do not allow it to be repressed. Do not allow it to come out sideways when black people or people of color speak of their pain and trauma, or when it is clear they aren't interested in you. That is not the moment for your unprocessed shame and anger to pop its little head up. Oof, yeah, it's like some whack-a-mole around here. This is a reckoning, my dear. Not to recast them or absolve them, or yourself for that matter, but rather a claiming and processing of your history responsibly. Like disposing of hazardous materials the right way, for the health and safety of all. Because when you do not, when you ignore who you come from and pretend not to know, it becomes another way of staving off being wrong. Another kind of procrastination of justice. And this comes at the very high cost of black life every day. When white people face their lineage, it forces one out of the shadows of denial and into the fires of all sorts of intense emotions many you have named. Shame, anger, confusion, depression. Ooh, but it's all so juicy. It's also good for you. That is an energy that can be used and transformed as fuel for action. Denial is just another way to perform your innocence to yourself. Whew. Okay, I think that's all for now. I love you. I'm here for you on this long road of recovery and repair. This, do not forget, is a hell raising and a hell yes raising. Now is the time. 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 She stirs from her woozy state, charged and renewed by the revelations she has received. Lingering in the afterglow of her departed visitor, she thinks of the origins and makeup of this being. In truth, this guide, an expresser of expanded consciousness, 
is fundamentally shaped by black voices, black American thought and discourse. Dancing the rhythms of liberation movements, current and past, this guide is the quest for truth and justice itself. Peppered with social media memes, conversations with kin and kith, with mentors and lovers, all feeling their way through the shadows of this moment. Looking around at the details of her interior space, she thinks of her whiteness as an inherited house, a shelter passed down through the generations, once assumed to be sturdy, now requiring an assessment of what's been left to rot in the basement. A rotting so foul, one really can't live like this. Do we sort through the shit of it and see what can be recovered? Or do we burn it all down, this house of whiteness, this house that shame built? A question she lingers on until her next cosmic visitation.